The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Blues Day, sponsored by WhySoBlue.com. This recurring segment of the Brandon Peters Show focuses on what's new on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray, standard Blu-ray, and DVD, as well as notable announcements and updates from the previous week. I'll also be making my pick of the week, as well as spotlighting on a classic release. 4K Blues Day will also feature a companion YouTube video, which you can head on over to my YouTube page after listening and see some of the discs I'm discussing on this show. Since this is the first episode of 4K Blues Day, and some of you may be arriving at this episode first, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Brandon Peters, if you didn't realize that from the show title. I've had a lifelong passion for collecting movies and television dating back to the VHS format. From purchasing to recording off of TV with my VCR, I once had every episode of Get Smart, uh, the 66 Batman series, and Seinfeld on a bunch of VHS tapes. For some reason, I've had a desire to archive this media and be as cool as an old video store. Uh, Never cool enough to have a Laserdisc player, though. I jumped to DVD right from VHS because my parents never let me get into the Laserdisc, though I wanted it badly. And with DVD, these things became even more of a fleeting obsession. I landed a job at a place called International Quality Control, IQC for short, back in 2005. It was a ma-and-pa-type company doing quality control on DVDs for major and independent home video studios. We'd work on titles from Warner Brothers and DreamWorks to lesser-known ones like Blue Underground and Anchor Bay. With the advent of Blu-ray and HD DVD technologies, IQC merged into Testronic Laboratories, and this meant even bigger studios. At one time, we were working on Disney titles, Warner Brothers, Paramount, Universal, and Lionsgate. Being at the forefront of a format war, I was the first person to ever conduct a third-party quality control run on an HD DVD title in America. Yeah, super dork. Little cheap Guinness Book of World Records type stat there, but hey, I'm proud of it. That film was Million Dollar Baby with Clint Eastwood and Hilary Swank and Morgan Freeman once a bunch of Oscars. It was crazy as I sat in a glass-encased home theater suite as people stood around just watching me do my work. It was a little bit nerve-wracking, a little bit weird, but hey, we... All saw a million dollar baby together on HD DVD. Not that it's of importance, but I always remember my uh, Where Were You on the Day Blu ray won the war story. I was at work and I got a call the day prior to the official announcement, and I had to stop work on a never ever released HD DVD edition of the Godfather trilogy. 
I felt like George Bailey at the end of It's a Wonderful Life as I went like sweet door to sweet door, just letting testers know it was over. The war is over. Blu-ray won. It was a wild times, I guess. In the Blu-ray era, I assisted in standardizing testing procedures for the format. I did cool little things like I beta tested and provided feedback for the aesthetic and menu format for the Criterion Collection. Uh, One of my fun pieces of trivia I like to bring up a lot is I came up with the idea of putting a make sure your firmware is up to date card inside the Amray cases in the first couple of years of the format. You know, that little piece of paper you'd either trash or ignore. Well, that was me. Many studios, they were having buggy issues reported to them from customers that just simply weren't updating their players. And I believe I first made this suggestion in a meeting with the Weinstein Company. Yeah, that's a name people like, who had a lot of issues with their Blu-ray launch titles. And I I just said, you know, you got to pretend like grandma and grandpa in Kansas are owning this and they aren't really tech savvy. You got to prompt people to do things. And shortly after I started doing that, and things ran a lot smoother for us in the testing world. We didn't have to check on complaints that technically weren't there. I have some other stories and that probably land in super geeky territory, like being detained by an armed guard over the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Maybe we'll get there someday. But, you know, home video collectors and stuff might enjoy those, but I'm sure they'll come out over time. From 2013 to the present, I've been a reviewer over at whysoblue.com, a site owned by Brian White, whom I refer to as Blu-ray Jesus. He's been one of the best people I've ever had in my corner. He really helped to give me a dream come true bump into my Blu-ray and DVD and 4K Ultra HD collection that I'm not sure I'll ever truly be able to repay him for. Over at the site, I've amassed over... 1,300 reviews in seven years, which is the most from any writer on the site. Every year, I also do an annual wish list article where I spout off a number of titles that have never been on Blu-ray before that hopefully will come out in the next year. And among other things, I've got articles like I did a history of the Halloween series on home video that was pretty popular. I even got spotlighted by the AV Club and was the feature article one Halloween. Pretty awesome. Weiser Blue has graciously also agreed to sponsor this segment every week, which is totally awesome. And you'll be able to find information on it on their site. And there you have my credentials and my interest in creating this segment for the podcast. Now, let's get on the news items from this past week. I'm recording this on Saturday, September 19th. So anything announced on the 20th or 21st will be accounted for on the next episode. This will cover any items being announced September 13th to September 19th in the year 2020. Here are some noteworthy announcements of new releases that came this past week. Criterion unveiled their December lineup. It features Alejandro Inirato's Amor Peros, David Cronenberg's Crash, Robert Bresson's Mouchette, and bear with me, Symbiopsychotaxoplasm, two takes by William Greaves. All but Symbiopsychotaxoplasm will feature new 4K restorations. I'm slightly baffled at Criterion's continued decision to stay away from the 4K Ultra HD format, as Arrow just announced a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray of Crash, the same film they're releasing in the UK. 4K discs are region-free, so any territory can buy them. 
And I feel like Criterion should be at the forefront of all this, but alas, they have not debuted or hinted to updating the format. And I don't know where we go from here. I mean, Blue Underground is crushing it with Blu-rays right now. Shout Factory's in on it. Kino's in on it. Where's Criterion, the elite of the independent distributors? Who knows? But I do know whenever they do decide to jump over, they're going to wow our pants off. Details on these bonus features can be found on whysoblue.com in an article by Aaron Newworth. The UK label Indicator slash Powerhouse Films, they unveiled their December lineup this week with Road Games, starring Stacey Keach and Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Richard Franklin's 1981 film, which has been out from Umbrella in Australia and then from Scream Factory in the US. This one is a region B locked, but it features a new 4K restoration done in 2020. So it's going to be even different picture quality than the previous two releases. They're also releasing the Denzel Washington starring Devil in a Blue Dress with a 2K restoration that's, I guess, the same as prior. Many might have missed out on the late Twilight Time company's release of it, which sold out. So here's your other chance if you're region free. You got it. Other two they're releasing are Soldier's Story and Buffalo Bill and the Indians or Sitting Bull's History Lesson. Once again, that's UK's Indicator Powerhouse Films, December Slate. Paramount they announced that they will release Robert Altman's Popeye, starring Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall on December 1st. The pre-order is already up for this one. It's like 10 bucks. Grab it. The disc includes a new featurette entitled Return to Sweet Haven, which is a look back at Robin Williams with the Altmans. This disc will feature excerpts from one of Robin Williams' final interviews, a 2014 interview with the late Robert Altman, and a new one from Stephen Altman made for this Blu-ray. Moving over to Warner Archive, they will be releasing Superman, the complete animated series, which will come in 2021. I believe there's word about this before, but it was officially announced with art in the second DC fandom held over the past weekend. Space Ghost and Dino Boy, the complete series, is coming October 13th. This is the original Space Ghost where the Adult Swim cartoon was based off later, so you can check out the OG Space Ghost there on October 13th. Sunrise at Campobello comes October 20th. Black Lightning Season 2, which previously wasn't on Blu-ray, and the latest season, Season 3, will make their debut on Blu-ray in the fall. And Bermuda Depths and Waterloo Bridge, starring Vivian Leigh and Robert Taylor, those will arrive later this year, according to them. Getting a little bit more independent here, Severn Films announced Shock Treatment is going to be on their slate. This is the 1972 one from Elaine Jesua. It's a thriller with a new 2K restoration of the fully uncut version of the film. Luigi Cozzi's The Black Cat. There's so many Black Cat movies, so you got to be specific. And there's a couple Italian ones, too. It's crazy. It's getting a 2K restoration. And also, Patrick Still Lives, which is an unofficial sequel to the movie Patrick. It receives a 2K restoration of the fully uncut version. There's no dates on these yet, and more information can be found at the Severin Films website. Arrow Academy made an announcement this week with Survivor Ballads, three films by Shohei Imamura. So box set. All films in this set are receiving HD presentations. Those include Ballad of Narayama, Zijin, and Black Rain. Not the Michael Douglas Black Rain. And you can find more information on those on Arrow's website. Kino Lorber announced Spaceballs will be coming to 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray. And there's no date on it, but hey... I love seeing them dip in, and this is much better material 
with Mad Max and this than that Panable one they debuted with. So I'm glad to see them continue with the format. On December 15th, they announced they'll be releasing Bodies, Rest, and Motion, which stars Phoebe Cates, Bridget Fonda, Tim Roth, and Eric Stoltz from 1993. Has a 4K restoration. I've never heard of this movie, but it's got Phoebe Cates and Bridget Fonda. I'm interested. I may go back and check it out. And they'll also be doing two Frank Perry films, Diary of a Mad Housewife and Ladybug, Ladybug, also coming out on December 15th. And then they just announced today, as I'm recording, The War, starring Kevin Costner and Elijah Wood from 1994. No date set on that one. More details on all these titles can be found at Kino's website. Funimation Studio announced they'll be putting out the legendary anime Akira with a 4K Ultra HD release on December 22nd. And Showtime has announced Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, starring Natalie Dormer. The first season will arrive on September 29th, so that's pretty soon. So better get on with pre-ordering that. Now we'll move on to this week's new releases of note. Full Metal Jacket, Stanley Kubrick's legendary war film, debuts on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray. There's also a special steelbook for it, exclusive to Best Buy. We'll see Legends of Tomorrow, the complete fifth season. I have a review for that one up at whysoblue.com. A new Nightmare on Elm Street box set comes as an HMV exclusive in the UK, so you have to buy it from HMVs. Uh, They do import from there. It has some cards and stuff with it, but ultimately it's pretty much the same thing we already have in new packaging, same VC1 encoding. Rick and Morty Season 4 comes in regular and steelbook form, and I have a review for that one up on whysoblue.com. Shout Factory's reissue of the Vincent Price Collection Volume 1 That comes out. This one, unfortunately, had to remove the little TV introductions from Vincent Price for it, which were one of my favorite parts of the original release. But hey, I'm glad people are getting a chance to get it. And it features a new disc for Mask of Red Death, which has two cuts of the film as well as a new introduction on it. And that Mask of Red Death, Shout Factory's thinking about you. If you didn't want to buy the set again, that new edition of it is available separately. Whiplash, which features the Oscar-winning performance from J.K. Simmons, debuts on 4K Ultra HD. Lionsgate is releasing the Rob Zombie trilogy on standard Blu-ray, which, that's an odd name for it, as people had called it the Firefly trilogy, but it includes House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, and Three from Hell in one set. It'd be nice if that one could get a 4K Ultra HD upgrade, but time will tell. Warner Archive is releasing a That's Entertainment collection, which has Volume 1s, 2, and 3 together. And lastly, I'm not going to name them all, but there are reissues galore coming from Lionsgate, like the Faculty and numerous other things, the Mimic collection. Just take a look. You missed out on some of their titles. They're coming back this month. My pick of the week is the debut of Full Metal Jacket. A big Kubrick fan, no matter the... As a big Kubrick fan, no matter the format, his films always take a very prestigious jump in terms of picture and audio quality, as we've seen with 4K Ultra HD and 2001 A Space Odyssey, The Shining, and Spartacus being some of the best catalog titles to own. Full Metal Jacket is a film I feel gets a bum rap of having a reputation of being only half a great film. In my eyes, the second half is just as effective, impressive, and great as the first. Pick up the 4K Ultra HD and go see for yourself. 
That climax is one of the finest achievements in war cinema action. Trust me. For the vintage pick this week, since we discussed Jackie Chan on yesterday's episode and his being very much a Kung Fu Charlie Chaplin, I'd like to spotlight the 2015 Charlie Chaplin collection from Artificial Eye in the UK. Now, this is a Region B lock set, so you'll have to have a Region B, Region Free, or a hacked player to play it. It includes the following films, The Kid, A Woman of Paris, The Gold Rush, The Circus, City Lights, Modern Times, The Great Dictator, Monsieur Verdoux, Limelight, A King of New York, and The Chaplain Review. That's 11 titles in all with accompanying bonus features. Now, I know Criterion has put all but a couple of these out individually. This set provides a way to own restorations that are comparable to those housed in one unit and for a very affordable imported price. That'll do it for this week on 4K Blues Day. Head on over to YouTube for the companion video to this episode. If you're a distributor and you'd like to see your titles highlighted or reviewed here, please contact me by email, mail at thebrandonpetersshow.com, or find me on social media, Brandon4KUHD. I'll return tomorrow with a segment you may like called Old Space Show. Take care, and keep the positivity in your online film chatter. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.